the hard shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome back Sinead Ryan, our consumer expert and presenter of the Home Show on Saturday mornings, as you know, between 9 and 10 here on News Talk. But all for the last two weeks, they said, look, there's no one else eejit enough to present a radio show for three hours. Who could we get in, given presenters lonely to? You know, the unions and all the problems, four till six. So they got Sinead Ryan, who did a call show for consumers, and it was a cracking success to judge by the number of comments and queries they had. So you're a keeper, Sinead. So this week, because... Now, I... I, I um, on a point of, of conscience in relation to the climate, refuse to fly because I don't believe it's right that my carbon footprint uh, should impact on the world's climate in this emergency situation. But a lot of people love to fly and talk lots about their climate and do damn all about it. And that's why we're today going to talk about delayed flights, cancel flights and how you can get your recompense, what you're entitled to, because this is, of course, peak flying time. And also we have the pending strikes by uh, Ryanair pilots. So your flight may be cancelled or delayed. So what are you entitled to if your flight is cancelled in the first instance? Okay, now don't give me any of that guff. If there'd been a nice private chopper ready to ferry you down to the Galway races, I'm (laughs) certain you would have been first in No, no, my carbon footprint and I, no, no, I'm taking this very seriously. (laughs) Gustenberg has me driven into the ground. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) You're gas guzzler. (laughs) Um, Okay, flights. Every time I do this topic, I I kind of get a bit bewildered myself because even though flight rights and compensation and all the things you're entitled to it comes under a very, very strong consumer law based in the EU. It is still complicated and it is difficult and lots and lots of people then get confused about what they're allowed and not allowed. So essentially it falls into two categories. Airlines all abide within the EU under um, a flight rule called EU 261. Okay, And it's really, really strict and it sets out that in the Montreal Convention, what you're entitled to and when and if what happens. Uh, So the first thing to say is that the regulator, uh, there's a regulator in each country and here it's the Commission for Aviation Regulator or aviationreg.ie. They dealt with four and a half thousand passenger queries last year and half of those turned out to be valid claims. It is the single most complained about consumer issue Bar none flights. Okay, so that's the first thing. So it's always worth complaining. They paid out nearly half a million euro in compensation or had the airlines do it last year as well. So your flights are if your flight is cancelled. So that's the first. That's the biggie. Okay, you can't go on holidays. You've different rights depending on how early you hear about it. So essentially, if you're given more than 14 days notice, you get a text to say your flight in three weeks is cancelled. It's no longer going ahead for whatever reason. You're on your own. You get your refund and go off and book something else. Okay. If it's between seven and 14 days or if it's under seven days particularly or a last minute cancellation, 
different rules apply. And the airline must make sure you're rerouted to the next available airline. Now, bear in mind, that mightn't be in the next hour. It could be three days time. So it's not always suitable. Must reroute you to the next available flight. An alternative flight, which could be going to a different destination and train or bus you to where you originally went uh, or give you a refund. Now, all of this is without any cost to you. So they must look after that. Uh, But if you take the refund, well, then you're, you're more or less saying to the airline, I'll sort this out. Okay, you take your refund and you take your money out. In terms of the cancellations, you're also entitled or may be entitled to some compensation if the rerouted flight they put you on arrives much later than it had originally planned. So you're flying to Malaga. You were due to land in Malaga at 11 a.m. Instead, you land at 4 p.m. You'll get compensation on top of that. Okay. What about a connecting flight? flight? If you miss a connecting flight, well, you see, the part which of the was available, yeah. and the person who did the connecting flight, there's no fault on them. You just weren't there to get on. Correct. It. And the, it's uh, the compounding effect is that many of the connectors will be to countries outside the EU. So therefore, it doesn't come in under Rule 261, which is a European law. So in a lot of cases, you can absolutely apply for compensation, but it's much more likely your insurance is going to have to pack in at that stage and pay for the connector flight that you've missed. So there's no compensation? Well, there's no guaranteed compensation. Um, under that particular ruling that you're going to get your connector to okay. Washington paid for. O- well. All of that now is in relation to cancel flights. Now, I'm due yeah. to get on the 10 past 7 this evening and I get there and it's delayed. It's not cancelled. Yeah. OK, so delayed flights, um, most delayed flights get away within a couple of hours and therefore there's nothing really that can be done about that. You're not entitled to anything and the airline doesn't have to do anything for you. In some cases, even getting that information out of them can be challenging enough. However, if your delayed flight leaves kind of is more than two hours for short haul flights. Now, short haul flights would be something like you know, to Brussels or Amsterdam or somewhere like that, then they must give you what's called care and assistance. Now, this is a very old fashioned term and it dates back to an old law, but effectively they give you beverage vouchers. They make sure that you can make phone calls. This is a time when people didn't have mobile phones. They even include two faxes for free. So the next time you're delayed, insist that you get those right. I'll just jam on your egg. <laughs> exactly. On, yeah. So that depends on where you were going and how long you're delayed. So essentially, if it's more than two hours for short haul flights, three hours for medium haul or, or four hours for long haul, you're entitled to that care and assistance. Separately, if you arrive at your destination three hours hours or more after you were due to. So again, you were due to be in Malik at three at 11. You arrive at four. You're also entitled to compensation. Now, the so compensation, three hours is the threshold. Three hours is the threshold. Um, and, and the compensation can be very generous because it's set down as a fixed amount. So for short haul flights, it's 250 euros per person, 400 for a medium haul and 600 for a long haul. Now, that 250 could well be more, Ivan, than you paid for that flight. Mm. And some airlines, well, all airlines uh, will attempt to get out of paying that compensation by citing what they term extraordinary circumstances. Now, they've been taken to court time and time again, Ryanair, not for the first time, over what that means. And unfortunately, it's not very clear. But it certainly means extraordinary circumstances. Would that include a strike? It could include a lightning strike that the airline didn't know was going to happen. 
it, or baggage handlers. It could include a fire. It could include deep fog. It's kind of force you know, majeure. Yeah, yeah a, bit, a bit like that. And, and very often airlines will say, oh, you're not entitled to your compensation because we couldn't have been blamed for this. Now, my view of that is always apply for it anyway. It costs nothing. It's completely free. Download the forms from aviationreg.ie or flightrights.ie is the regulator's website. Fill in the form. The only thing I will say to listeners is please, please, please avoid any third party who promises to get that compensation. I will come on to the third parties. Okay. But so what evidence when you download this form? In other words, someone say, yeah, this happened back on the 16th of May. And so I said, well, I'm not so sure the flight was delayed three and a half hours. Uh, what evidence do you need to produce? A little snap photograph of the delayed sign now, on the you know, portal or what? Airports are so highly regulated in this day and age that it is going to be impossible for the airline to claim, you know, your flight, the flight was only delayed two and a half hours. So the facts will four. be self-evident. The facts evident. will be there. So the re- regulation, the aviator, aviation site will ask you for the flight number, the time it was due to leave, the time it did leave, the time you were due to land, the time you did land and, and the details associated with it. To be honest with you, they're going to get in a raft of these if people are entitled to compensation. So it'll be very, very clear. The airline will then hop up and say, oh, it wasn't our fault. Nothing to do with us. It was to do with something over here. And the regulator's job is to decide who gets paid. Okay. Okay. All your advice is to go directly to the regulator. You're Definitely. saying don't go to third party claim companies. Definitely not, because they'll take a commission. They take like 20 or 30 percent of whatever compensation you get back. The compensation is a right under these circumstances. It's one form. You fill it out. You don't need anybody else to do it for you. OK, and um, so absolutely avoid all of those. But bear in mind, if the delay occurred in a different country, you have to go to their regulator, not the one in Ireland. OK, OK, two quick queries from yeah. the text line 53106. You'll be familiar with this having presented last week. <laughs> uh, we've booked a two-week holiday in Hong Kong in September. We're nervous and wondering what our options are with the protests and the airport closed today. Yes, I know. It's a very, very serious question. Um, all I can generally say is the Department of Foreign Affairs keeps a very close eye on what they call insurrection or, or you know, rioting in other countries. The flight, if the flight's cancelled, you get your refund or you'll get rerouted. That's or the 14 all those days, things, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, at any stage that'll happen. Uh, the airline will let you know. Remember, they're very conscious of compensation as well, so they let you know as soon as they want to. However, unless the Department of Foreign Affairs deems it to be unsafe to travel, that's when your insurance kicks in. So if you simply decide not to go to Hong Kong because you're unhappy at the rioting situation, you're not entitled to anything. Okay. If the flight well, is cancelled because the DFA turns My advice is don't be go. going to Hong Kong. Go to the sunny southeast for a two-week holiday. And uh, now here, if my outbound flight is cancelled and I'm going for a three-day break, do I have rights in relation to moving my return flight? If the new flight I'm offered is two days after the cancel, I don't want to be going out for one day no, and coming back the next I day. I know. No, you don't. You're not going to have automatic rights. If you cancel a flight that is due to, that is flying and there's no change to that flight and you simply don't turn up, you want to change it, you're going to have to incur those charges. It isn't um, it isn't palatable, especially for short breaks like that. So some people would just say, do you know what, I'm going to take the refund and reroute the weekend. But you'll you'll probably end up having to having to do that. All right. Thank you, as always. Now, don't forget, if you have any questions for Sinead on any consumer topic, we speak to her at this time every Monday. Do text us at 53106 or email the hard shoulder at newstalk.com. 